You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. How's everyone doing today? Good. Awesome. Good, good. I'm Thanksgiving. I'm Thanks. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm full from Thanksgiving still. I, uh, I I think we we plowed through the final like leftover turkey the other day. We made turkey enchiladas and uh, oh, they were fantastic. We do that every year. Yeah, yeah. There was this thing when I was in New York called uh, the Turkey Trot Wrap. What? It was amazing, and uh, and it wasn't just the Thanksgiving. You could do it all. That's when yeah. I realized there were a few things. You can do this whenever you want to, and I can eat cake at 2 in the morning. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Nobody gets mad at me. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> I can eat that. Then I'm like, crud, I ate cake at 2 in the morning. I can't <laughs> eat for like the next six weeks. I literally, a month ago, I took a picture outside of Brahms yeah. with an ice cream cone. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, just me. And I took a picture and sent it to the family. I said, you know what? I'm a grown-up. I can do this whenever I want now. Ha- hashtag adulting. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's this thing called the turkey trot wrap, and it was amazing. I worked for actually Rich, who, you, who we had on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I worked for him, yeah. uh, there was this little shop that was in there, and these guys were like every Thursday they would do the turkey trot wrap. Well, the turkey trot wrap was a wrap, you know, and anything. But it was like, wait, 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 it was a wrap. It was a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So, anyways, that's as far as I give them my wrapping skills. Congratulations. But um, no, so they would so put bad. turkey, they'd put mashed potatoes, they'd put uh, stuffing. Cranberry okay. sauce in there. Cranberry yes. sauce, oh, gravy, yes. and they wrapped it up. Okay. And it was like heaven. So uh, a buddy of mine um, who loves to smoke turkey, so he had a bunch of smoked turkey left over. He went the, uh, two mornings later. He uh, was doing his scrambled eggs, and he's like, oh, I'm going to put stuffing in there. So he put a little baking fat in the cast iron skillet, put stuffing in there, then put the turkey, and then put the eggs. And he goes, it was the best hash <laughs> he's ever had in his entire life. He goes, Absolutely the best way to use stuffing ever. Because it like crisps I like up. It. I like it. You know, and it kind of creates that crispiness that you want mm-hmm. because of the, the uh, yeah, yeah. I am literally speechless right now. I don't <laughs> even know what to say. That sounds delectable. <laughs> that sounds like heaven on earth. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's but, like, but uh, you know, so Thanksgiving, you know, and then we just kind of, we enjoyed that. But it did make us think about Black Friday and like, I was like, man, I I didn't do anything for Black Friday. Did you did you guys go out shopping or anything like that? Nope. Nope. What were you sharing before you were talking about Black Friday, weren't you? I just saw something on YouTube where um, there was an off. It wasn't about the subject, but it was an mm-hmm. offhand remark about, yeah, well, you know, you know, there's a record low for shopping on Black Friday. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I saw a video where they like open up the doors and it was like, open, <laughs> it was one dude outside and he walks yeah. in with a backpack and they're like, yep, Black Friday this year. And it was just like nothing. <laughs> Absolutely insane. There's nobody at registers anymore. However, okay, go to the grocery store oh, yeah. where it's all self-checkout now, which drives me insane because you have someone with 30 items or 100 items and they're trying to self-checkout. Are you freaking kidding and me? And bag. And bag oh, at the same terrible. time. And it, it doesn't matter if there's 30 of them. The amount of time that it takes is in... Yeah, it's stupid. My, like, I, my I, Walmart oh. has almost gone exclusively to self-checkout, and it it's stupid. Did you it's see that stupid. thing? On, there, there's a thing around Facebook. It says the uh, the, the, the self-checkout party. Like yes, really the employee party. The employee party. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just like, good gracious. I know, I'm and, and I can't it. say because, it because sometimes it's like you're like, boop, and then you're like, and they'll say, please put, please take the item. I'm like... No, like you come oh, for me. Kroger's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. It's <laughs> like it, you scan it says put the item in the bag. I'm yeah. like, give me a second to get it over there. I know, and it's like, hurry up. 
and, hurry and up, then, there's other people waiting. And then you put it in there, and they're like, unexpected item in bagging. Right, right. Wait for attendant. And then the attendant's got to come from like the, the back stocking exactly. room. Exactly. Poor Sandra's back there trying to run in because you know? she's like, I don't know how to. And there's the, the other thing you have to do, because all the lines are full, is if you're buying any form of alcohol, oh, oh, you've oh, got to you've oh. got to say, okay, I'm going to put that stuff where when that person walks by to approve that I'm over 21, right? I'm like, hey, I've got this, right? Or even markers, like a markers. I'm like, why? Do, what am I going? <laughs> like my sniffing <laughs> markers? Like what's going on here? But you know what? There is one redeeming place. Oh, oh, there is H E B. I know. I wish we had a hallelujah chorus right now. There it is. That, that'll take it. Because H-E-B is amazing. Like, I go in there every single time. It's the new one here in Allen. And, uh, man, there are at least 10 people ready to take my stuff. Oh. I'm like, you guys know this plan. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, you are going to overtake the world. They're a disruptor. By doing it the old way, they're, they've mm-hmm. become the disruptor. So if you don't know, H-E-B is this kind of grocery chain that yes. that started in San Antonio, Texas, if I remember correctly, and is Correct. slowly just taking over the state of Texas. Yes, they are. It has a high, high like value of customers and value of, of H-E-B products. H-E-B, and if you're listening, we need you uh, to sponsor it, us it this is, week. It is, it is wonderful. Like They make their tortillas mm. right there. You walk in, yeah. they're making tortillas. And, they're oh. and, and they have a barbecue one. restaurant oh. inside of it. And it's good barbecue. And it's good barbecue. And the... The pricing is really great for the high-quality food you get. We're so old. I'm we so are. We're so, so old. It's like four old guys. <laughs> yeah, but it really is. Like, it's, it's so three bad. of us. I'm it's like, <laughs> how is that half the oh, price gosh. of what it is at Kroger? Yeah, and it's a yeah. better product. Oh, it's so much better. But yeah, it's so, Kroger's horrible. So, yeah, it's horrible. funny. As amidst amidst um, the, Black, uh, the Black Friday you know, chaos that didn't happen, there is still redeeming value like H-E-B that yes. has real people. Serving you, which is awesome. Anyways, so, so we just we just moved, and there's no re- uh, grocery stores near us, really. But there's a new Ooh. one. There's an HEB going in south of us, and like we're so counting. Good. Like people had an advent, they have like their countdown to Christmas. <laughs> we literally have the countdown to every day. It's like a H-E-B. new coupon for HEB. <laughs> yes. Hell, only 120 more days. Fajita, I got the fajita meat one. Hey, I got a, a flyer in the mail. Be be aware of it. It was like a, a 10 pound ham for free. What? For, for like the first three days, HEB's open or something. No way. That sounds And if amazing. you're looking for something to do with ham, ham potato soup mm. is delightful. Get That's, a spiral cut ham. I don't know where this conversation came from. Oh. It's really good so far. I'm kind of a fan. <laughs> we're, we're, we're an Etsy podcast now. We're exactly. We're an Etsy. And, uh, coming up next, fun things to do with tinfoil. <laughs> Hey, guys, we're glad you, uh, you you joined us today. If you're still listening to us and you're not at the store, we're so glad to have you here. Um, you know, but it's been a while uh, since we've had, like, a sit-down podcast. We've been so busy. Tra- uh, you've been traveling. You've been traveling. I've been traveling. It's been a travel time. And I think we have a lot of new listeners. And so today I wanted to pop on and kind of share because the conversation, the, the questions that have come up is, so what do you guys do? Like, what are you guys for? And, and I think a lot of guys that have popped in, uh, don't know who we're about. So I wanted to kind of share a little bit about that today, about Known Legacy and why we do what we do again. I know we've talked about it before, but amidst the over 200 podcasts that we have, I know most guys aren't going back to one to listen. So no. first thing, go and check those out if you do get a chance. If you got some time, check those out, and uh, we'll give you a gold star if you hit, if you hit 100. We will <laughs> mail you a gold star uh, if you listen to all 100 and show and us if you, if, if you if you make it through 100 and want to leave a review, we'd love that as well. Yeah. You if know? you make it through one and want to leave a review, 
Murphy would be more than happy <laughs> to. So. Yeah, if you make it through one. If you stop halfway through one, don't leave a review. <laughs> but but the more it's it's so funny because the conversations over the last few years that we've had are guys that are like, man, this is so needed. And, uh, and but but it is needed and it's for guys and so so we're going to talk a little about that today. But I, you know, do jump out like I mean, what you, we've been doing this for five years. Five years. It's been five years. I mean, like I saw a post today from 2018, and I think we started in like 17 or yeah. 18. I can't yeah. remember I'll anymore. It just kind of rolls together now. And we're like, we, we've kind of been done with the season thing for a while, and we're like we're just going to keep on doing them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> kind of roll through it, but. But I mean, you know, you know. I mean, I could certainly share my heart. But I mean, you guys share a little bit about about this if you'd love to. Well, I think my heart is first and foremost. You guys are a brotherhood that I need in my life, and so the excuse to get together and talk about life, faith, family, um, yeah. all that stuff is valuable to me. Yeah. And the fact that we get to do it with uh, microphones on is huge. Yeah. Um, I think the other motivator is um, I'm seeing guys that have. Um, bought into uh, the culture and bought into mm. what they think success is. And yeah. most of them are, are living the dream and are bored out of their skulls. Yeah. And they don't realize the, dream, the yeah. adventure that God calls them to, to die to self. Yeah. And no longer, um, you know, be in that place of, of God is with you and he's calling you to this amazing adventure um, of trusting him, of doing some uh, spectacular things. And what it looks like. And that's why I love and value so many of the interviews that we do, because it's these guys that have stepped out of the comfort zone into the danger zone. The danger zone. Just kidding. That was... Thanks. Uh, (laughs) I wish we had it now. No. Kenny Loggins, where are you? (laughs) Post-production. Exactly. Um, And and step out into um, doing things that don't make necessarily sense. Yeah. Um, according to the spreadsheet or whatever, and yet yeah. God has used them in such mighty ways. And that doesn't mean their life is easy or great or or, or whatever, but they yeah. just, you can see a spark in their eyes when they're talking about where they're serving and how God is using what they're doing. So those are the two major reasons why I, I continue to do this. Yeah, what about you, man? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, we've known each other a long time, even before the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys are two of my accountability brothers, and love that when we have this we can come up and and share with each other and just connect and you know forget about everything else but in terms of the podcast to me the best thing about it is i'm going to echo what travis says but it's just always shocking to me and amazed not shocking but amazing when you hear some of these stories and these guys that just yeah this is what god said and it looks crazy to everyone else but i'm doing it yeah 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 so for me what Kyle yeah. said. What Kyle what said. What Kyle said. Ditto. What it's, Kyle said. It, it, it's like the Christmas lights thing, and it's all amazing, <laughs> and then there's a ditto sign yeah. next to it. Yeah. Like that's kind of what. But that's what it feels like. But there, that's it. Like I think the reason we started this was even just we we were having these conversations, and there were other guys that were like, we can't be the only ones, and we found through five years that we are not the only ones, and and I just I keep hearing the same response but said differently from different men that are just bored out of their mind that want to come alive to what God's called them to, but they don't know how that works. And honestly, even there's a lot of churches that are not drawing them to understand that value. And so that's, I mean, I feel like that's why we, we kind of had this, you know, I thought about uh, King, King Josiah in, I think it's second Kings 22. And he talks about that. There's this moment in this slew of Kings that are just like, and then this guy messed up and this guy decided to do his own thing. And this guy, and then said, but then Josiah at eight years old gets the throne and he turns it around. Hmm. And for that period of time, 
he destroyed the idols. He, he, he took down everything um, that, that basically was not of God and said, we're not going to, we're, we're going to honor God with what we do. And that's so rare today. You know, I saw this post from the Babylon Bee this morning. It was funny. I think I shared it on my social media. But it was like, you know, you know, a woman of the year goes to mom who's too busy to stop. Basically, like, yeah. loves her kids and nobody knows her name. And I'm yep. like, yeah, that's exactly what it should be. But we've, we've, we've not, we, we want to continue to bring honor to those who think they're walking in mundaneness when they speak into the heart of their kids. Right. And don't have time to go and and conquer the things that they want to conquer, but they want to impact their families. And I want to go back to Josiah for a second, because yeah. I think we we can buy into the lie that we have to have a certain amount of education or we have to have a certain amount of age or uh, experience yeah. before we can just be sold out to Jesus and just have that moment of saying, um, I, I, I don't care about anything else. I'm putting the flag in the ground. I'm putting the stake in the ground. And if there's idols in my life, I want to, I want to sacrifice them to the, the altar of Christ. And I just want to, I just want to go where he leads, Yeah, you know, and yeah. he might lead you to your backyard Correct. and hang out with a handful of guys around your fire pit. He might lead you to Africa. He might lead you to Asia. He might lead you to, you know, be a man of integrity within the boardroom of your business. Right? Standing alone. Right. Standing alone. It doesn't matter where he's leading you. That's, yeah. that's the insignificant part that we become obsessed with. The most important part is. Our God is still active in our culture and still in yeah. love with you and in love with the people around you. And he's still doing miracles. Yeah. And, and, and I think and it, now you're now you're getting me going because I just yeah. I see this thing where these there's these guys who are just like, man, they just want to come alive. And they don't know because the whole world's pressure is on them and they've got to be this. They've got to be and they've defined success in the wrong elements. And even in the church, it's just these guys are like, OK, so that means I've got to know more or I've got to do more even here. Or I've got to do this. And, and, and even the pressure of I've got, to, I've got to commit to do more. It's like, no, we get this moment with our kids. I mean, all of our kids are growing up. We've all got kids who, are, who have left the house. And so I know that there's those, there's those moments where you look back and you guys get those time hop pictures on your Facebook. And you're like, or you, you look through old pictures. We're looking at the cruise pictures. And you're like, where'd those little kids go? Yes. And you're like, and then you're like, and, it's, and then we allow the enemy to do one of two things. In our loneliness, we say, up. Oh, you failed. You didn't spend that time wisely. And they were like, you're right, I didn't. And then we sit there and we wallow in our pity. Right. Or we make changes. And I think one of the things that we want to do here is continue to help guys make changes regardless of their age. Right. You know, again, I, I go back to Hans Gruber. <laughs> it always goes back Christmas, to Die Hard. A, a the, great the, Christmas the, movie. Which is a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. We will yeah, say that again. Check out our previous podcast for that one. <laughs> Come out to the coast. Have a few laughs. You know. <laughs> but I, but I just I just think that that was his first movie. I think he was an architect what? before that. Yeah. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. He, it was his first movie. Yeah, it was his first but movie. But he was on a show called Moonlighting. No, 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 no. Not Bruce oh, Willis. Not Hans Bruce Gruber, Willis. sorry. I'm Hans Gruber, talking. yeah. Um, what's the name? Al, Al, um, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman. Snape. I mean, his first lines, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Like, And you're like, you see this and you're like, this guy went from, I think he was an architect, to then doing that. So what I'm saying is, yeah, that's not. A, there's a spiritual significance in some of this, but the idea that it's not too late. And, and, and if we have to raise that banner over and over and over again, we can because someone new is listening today that's like, I have, I have destroyed myself, whether it's through sin, whether it's through, and I don't care if it's ministry or not either. Like we know guys who are walking in brokenness in ministry that are sitting there going, going they, it, whether they, their identity or their, their heart, I'm saying all over the place. 
conversations, the things that we've been privileged with, with known legacy that I think we've all been privileged with. We've, we've heard story after story from guys who are like, you know, I'm going to tell you this. Like I had a guy, I had a guy who talked to me and he had a guy in his church, 81 years old. And a, a, a guy that he knew of another pastor. And he said, you know, this, this guy was, was on his deathbed. And, and, I, and I, I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't, I don't know the story, but I, but I love, I mean, I, I don't know who, who the guy is so I can share the story because it's, pretty pretty anonymous at this point but this guy's on his deathbed and he's dying and he leans into his pastor and a faithful guy elder at his church involved in everything and the last thing he said to his to to, to his pastor when he leaned in on his deathbed was you never really got over the sexual th- sin thing bro that's not our goal right and so so what i'm saying is there's guys that are walking in our church and they're they're still their desire is to not sin and I'm like, that is not the life that God has called us to. So if we're walking in defeat and brokenness and the enemy has said, you know, you'll never, you'll never compare to this. That's why we do this. To over and over again tell them that God's mercies are new every morning and that we get to walk in this victory of saying, no, I don't, I, no one's going to cheer you on. 85% of the time it's going to suck. It is. I mean, like, let's be honest. You look at your life and there's struggles and mundane and somebody calls and this bill comes in or a car breaks down or your kid says, kid does something. You're like, why did you do that? You're in, like, or, or, or they have victories. And then, then you have these moments, these mountaintop experiences. But the problem is, is that we want to define ourselves by those mountaintops and not walk through the mundane with somebody to say, keep pressing in. And I think that's that's our goal is here is to keep pressing into these guys who are feeling weary, who have who have put down their devotions because they haven't worked, who have tried five times with their wife to do a date, and it hasn't worked out the way they wanted to. And we're just like, no, keep going. And I think that's what we want to keep doing because that is what is worth it. Because at the end, we're going to stand in front of the Father. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it, the the analogy that that comes to mind um, is. Um, uh, most of us would sit down and say we don't have the best of diets. Yeah, we we don't eat the best of foods. Yeah. And so um, the assumption for many of us is, well, if I just stop eating bad food, that's good. The problem is, um, you need to be compelled to eat good food, which will actually decrease the consumption of bad food. Yeah, it's not like yeah. you're fighting against bad food. It's are you replacing it with something better? And that's yeah. the adventure that Christ is calling us to. Is like. Don't worry about the sin stuff. That's going to take care. I, I will take care of that in you. I will Correct. prune that from you yes. to a certain degree, um, yep. the side of heaven. But but continue to engage in the, the good things that I've called you to, a life of service, a life of reflection, a life yeah. of prayer, a life of um, follow. Um, yeah. And all of a sudden, those other things. It's Someone once said, uh, one of the guys I listened to, um, he talks about no one, no one on a mission trip. I shouldn't say no one. For him, when he's on a mission trip doing mission stuff, he doesn't worry about pornography because he's so focused on what the good things that he's doing is right yeah. ahead of him. It's, it's, yes. So it takes care of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's what you're talking about. We're, yes. We're, we're over-focused on the sin and we forget about the adventure that he's calling us to. And when we engage in the adventure, all of a sudden the sin things don't smell as good, don't taste as good, don't yeah. aren't as enticing because they become a distraction from the good things that we are actually being fed by. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, because it it's we 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 lack inertia to move forward. So instead we're like instead of instead of sinning, we're trying not to sin and we're trying to learn how to not sin, which there is some there's moments and steps to do that, but that is not the sum of who we're supposed to be. And so I think the idea of us going look into who you want to become and walk towards that. 
think what I, you're trying I would, to. I would twitch that well, just well, a second. Well, sorry. Sorry. Go. Um, not who you want to become. Good right. call. I, it's you not who it. you want to become. You caught it. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's who Christ has created you to be. And I think that's a that's really it. important distinction. Yes, we have a yes, culture yes. that is all about you becoming who you want to true, be. True, 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 true. And that is a, a, a lie, and that will lead you to destruction. Correct. And it will lead hurt to the people around you. Instead, spend time at the feet of the Savior and say, yeah. God, who is it you created me to be, and how do I walk in that more boldly today than I did yesterday? I'm glad you caught me that. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you caught that because that, that, that is definitely the heart of what we're saying. It's, like, it's not just us and our self-serving. Right. But, man, there is so much more. And you were going to say something? I think the simple way to put it is you only have so much energy. Yeah. And when you're spending it on trying not to do something, mm. you're not, you, you don't have the energy to do anything. But when you're yeah. spending your energy on trying to become who God wants you to be, there's not time for the sin. Yeah. 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 You, you, you're just. You're, what Kyle you're, said. Yeah. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> No, I, I, that's it. But but I think that's and that's the conversation we want to consistently have with you guys. That's why we bring people on the podcast. And I think just as the end of the year, as Christmas comes in, and like you said, I mean, the Black Friday thing I think speaks into a volume that people are hurting too. Yeah, that they're afraid. There's a lot more fear of and the what's idol of consumerism. Happen. The idol of consumerism that our culture fell in love with for decades now. Yeah, all of a sudden is being torn down uh, unintentionally because it's like, oh wait. The bigger TV doesn't bring me the happiness I thought it would. Yeah. The um, you know the the best Xbox doesn't bring me the joy that I thought it would, um, and so there, the the illusion or disillusionment of consumerism I think is beginning to take root. Now the question is, are we replacing it with something good and righteous and holy? Yeah, and I think it's comfortable comfortability versus uncomfortability because as a child of God, you mean discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> you would have thought after writing a book, I would have had better grammar. I ain't got good grammar. Kyle is killing he's, it today. He's smacking me around Man. today. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, Kyle. Uh, welcome to the Canile Legacy Podcast. No, but I, I do, I, I do. I think that's it. Like discomfort. Thanks, Kyle. Man, I'm gonna use that. Let me write that. I write that down. But no, I think that's it. Like we have, we have allowed ourselves to be comfortable and. To be comfortable, you guys are killing me today. But this idea of 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 us trying to be comfortable, and and even in the church, and we try to be comfortable in the church. We try to oh to to, and it's not just learning. I don't want to just beat up on learning because there's so much value in knowing the well, truth. But it's then what do we do with right. that? Where's the inertia behind? that learning right. is it just i need to learn more or what do i do with what i just learned right and i think the the siren call of comfort is an idol that has always been um at the forefront of of most of the devil's play within our hearts and our minds you look at moses he's up on the mountaintop he's receiving these words from god it's this supernatural spectacular thing that's happening the people are in the valley they're waiting they're waiting they're waiting they're waiting they're getting uncomfortable there's a lot of uncertainty they don't know what's next and so what do they do they create a golden calf, which is an idol, which brings them comfort because they can touch it, they can see yeah. it, they can feel it, and it's right there in front of them. And then Moses comes down finally and goes, you idiots. You idiots. Like, here, God is right in your presence. He's right above you, and I'm in communion with him. And you guys, because of your desire for comfort, have erected this idol that brings you nothing. So almost like... So we, so we, we, we in the church... I, I think not we in the church... As followers of Christ, the reality is we have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like there's strength in the waiting. 
Correct. And we haven't Ooh, valued we've done strength that a few times. in the waiting. Like Sounds like a song. <laughs> but it is. It's just this wait on the Lord, be strong, take courage. I mean, there's Psalms, you know, I mean, we were talking this last week. You know, it's, I mean, again, like, it, it, and it's not any easier. Just a thing like, so Travis is in full-time ministry. I'm in full-time ministry. It's like, it's not easier for us. It's not like we get up and I'm like, we're super Christians. I think that's the other false view is like, well, if I learned more like you guys did, then I'd have it. And we're like, no, it's that difficult. It's still just as difficult because we have, we're faced with the same choices. Do I sit in this and do it? Is my goal to try and not sin? Is my goal to be comfortable or uncomfortable? I live in uncomfortability. I'm going to use that word now. (laughs) But this idea of, or do I say, I'm going to step out and try to do something great. And I think that's it. It's that, it's that moment. And maybe that's it. It, It's at the end of the year and there's some time. Hopefully you'll have some time off if you're listening to this to process and just take a day and be like, where am I comfortable? And where do I need to be challenged to step out of it? And that could be with family. That could be with the future. Finances. It could be with going, do I look at this and say, I've got to stop eating out or I've got to, whatever, whatever thing. But like, but I think that's the goal of our, of our desire in this is that is when we ask God, who are you calling me to become? Right. And then walk in that. Right. Cause at the end of the day, our kids and our grandkids are watching and, um, to see a man who follows God, um, over a bank account, a man who follows God over anything else is the legacy that, uh, that we want to leave because yes because even at the core of that if we dig that down i know there are people who have got their kids in sports and i like sports we do organize sports my kids but is it is it because of the quality that it will bring the kids will it bring them uh you know a sense of 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 teamwork it will bring or is it because at the core of it this is going to equal this which will equal a scholarship which will equal this which will equal my kid's going to be successful right or what are we defining success by? Right. Are we uncomfortable with defining success in the terms of who God says is successful and what God says is successful or what the world is? Are we still there? And if it, it, and the, the goal is that we would have the posture of, I think, Paul who says, man, I consider everything loss yeah. compared to the greatness of Christ. And if I'm a poor pauper, barely getting by, but I'm a man who knows the will of God and I'm walking in it. That's the success that we're longing for. Revelation 21.1 says that all this is going to burn away. I see a new heaven and a new earth. The old things have all passed away. Right. So the things that we hold on to, even the degrees, even and I'm, not, I'm not throwing away education. I know I'm kind of beating up on, but I'm saying like the things that we're holding on to, are we, are we putting them at the feet of the Father? Are we putting everything to the very last bit of God? What are you calling me to do in that versus I need to get? Because I know I do. I fill it up and I see... I see people doing things and buying things, and I'm like, what can't I have that? Yep. And then I look, and I'm like, okay, God, it, those aren't inherently wrong. Those things aren't bad in themselves. But if that is where my satisfaction comes from, I need to rethink it. Right. And at the end of 23, do I need to rethink who I want to be in 24, who I want to become in 24? And that's why we do these things, because we know there's a lot of guys that are out there watching, watching mainly listening. Most guys don't jump on YouTube, but hey, we'll... Check out our YouTube channel too. But the idea of guys becoming who they want to be and having that conversation as they're holding onto the steering wheel and you're like, what is where I'm going today helping me become who God's designed me to become or do I need to rethink that? Right. Are right. the words and actions that I'm doing towards my family, are they helping me become who God's designed me to become or is it all self-serving? Which leads you to the, the, the foundation of Christianity and what, 
what separates us from almost every other religion that's based on behavior, we have this religion that's based on forgiveness and new starts and new beginnings. And it has nothing to do with behavior. It has everything to do with Christ and yeah. his obedience to the Father. And because of his obedience to the Father, we now are clothed in that. Yeah. Through his death and resurrection, we have a new beginning every single day. Yeah. Every single day. That, it's not a one-time deal. Every yes. His mercies are new every single day. And so where, wherever you are in this journey, um, whether you're at the pinnacle or you're in the valley, his mercies are new every day because of Christ and what he has done. And that's why Emmanuel is such a powerful imagery, the fact that God came to dwell among us, to yeah. be with us, to come to you and to me in a very tangible way as this infant so that we would know, okay, we have a God who sympathizes and empathizes with us. He's walked this earth. He's seen what it is to be betrayed by friends. He knows what it is to be, um, you know, have the political parties rally against him. He yeah. understands that. And because of that, he, he has um, empathy for us as we journey into our lives. That whole, the whole humility thing of, of Christ coming and being born. And then, you know, we talked about it this last week uh, at, our, at, our, at, our, at our church, which was Jesus's marketing plan was really bad. Like comparatively to what we would have compared a marketing plan to be. Like, I'm going to go to the kings. I'm going to go to these people. The it's influencers. Like, I'm going to yeah. make sure that in, if I can turn one influencer. So instead he went to yeah. these fishermen. And so, so when, I, when I look at his economy of, well, even then, I'm going to go to some shepherds. And I'm going to appear to them on the night that you're born. When he could have gone to anybody, he's like, I'm going to go to the guys who have absolutely no, no value in our world comparatively to everybody else. Not even like the, the local magistrate right. like, popped up. It's like... Hey, some shepherds, I'm going to tell you that the king just arrived and head over there. So this idea of humility and going, you know what, I'm, I'm going to put a stake in the ground and be a godly father, be a godly husband. I'm going to do things different and I don't need to post it online. Hey, just want to let you know I'm starting day one of one of my workout routine. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, I'm just going to honor God today. And it doesn't have to start January 1st. It can start right now to sit in your car, to sit at, to sit at home and go, no, I'm going to decide to do something different. I'm going to decide to come alive to who God's called me to be, and I'm going to allow myself to be uncomfortable. So the culture tells us to sacrifice everything to become pilot. And the scriptures say, rejoice in being a shepherd, because that's where I appear. Yeah. So we have this moment. So we're brought with a moment as we're closing up this podcast to say, who do you want to become? Like, what do you want to do with your life if, you, if you're standing there in front of God? And you know the truth and you're sitting there in the church and you're like, I'm bored out of my mind and I've tried to just not sin. I've tried to just do the right thing. I've tried to just be a good person. It's not worth it. I've tried to buy all the things, but at the end of it, it's not going to satisfy me. But who do I want to become according to who God has called me? Yeah. And you get to walk in that journey. And that's why we do all this, guys. That's why we do this podcast and have these stupid conversations and talk about Hans Gruber and Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. And, and have these things, it's because we want to put a rock in your shoe for those moments to say, God has called me to do more and to become more. And, and, and I want, we want to, want to celebrate that with you. And we're three guys just saying we're excited for what God's going to do in your life because we know he's got great things. Right. Right. So I don't know if we're going to do another one this year, but uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Any last thoughts? Guys, check us out uh, at Instagram because uh, unlike Jesus' marketing plan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> As you can see, we don't care much about those things. We really don't if you look at our Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> but, um, but check us out. We want to connect with you guys. It's more about a community than it is about yeah. 
getting followers. And so we want you guys to come alive. Inf- uh, email us, info at knownlegacy.org. We'd love to connect with you guys and, uh, yeah. and become your design you. to become. So have, your guy, have yourself a great Christmas as you guys are finishing things. Oh, check out the book, too. Yeah. We have a new price on that, too. So check that out, nice. morethanyoubook.com. And uh, you, you can get that at Amazon. And there's a bunch of other places, audio book, ebook, paperback. But those are great gifts. And they stock stuffings well. Uh, they, st- they stuff stockings. <laughs> I can't even talk today. What was the first word I used? Uncomfortability? Yes. Yeah. You're good. You're good. God bless you guys. Thanks for checking Live in your out. uncomfortability. And uh, Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at knownlegacy.org.